what is acupuncture? How does it work? And what has it got to do with stress? How can it help you reduce yours? So I'm talking today with Bernie Nolan, who's based in Mallorca, um, and he's a very experienced acupuncturist, and he's going to help us today to unravel that mystery. But first of all, I'm going to speak to Bernie uh, about what is it that stresses him out on a day-to-day -day basis? Very little stresses me out, really, because I have a, a really nice life. But things like an unexpected bill, mm. things like that stress me out thinking, because I'm not a millionaire, nowhere near. But so things like that stress me out. And um, so what do I do about it? The actual physicalness of the stress, how does it affect you? Um, I have like techniques that kind of calm me down. I used to do all the breathing things as well. But one of the things that really helps me is by, this is an acupuncture thing and I'll explain later that I, I press the tips of your fingers. So with the uh, index curled and the thumb, just pressing on the fingertips. You want to show, because we can't see. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Like, see now, yeah, okay. So like that. So, but it's a really good press. You've got to feel it yeah. uh, for about three or four seconds. Yeah. And as you're going through your fingers, on both hands as well. Uh, as you're going through your fingers, one will feel a bit more tender, but relieving at the same time. You know, that uh, painful, but nice kind of thing. Yeah. And that's the one that um, will help you the most. Right. Now the reason, <clears throat> all, the, all the, anyway, I, I can explain. So that's a nice technique, but yeah. don't rush it and okay. just breathe calmly. You, you started with your index finger and then you moved to the others and then you said both hands. So is it starting yes, there? Let's start, with, let's start with the thumb. It doesn't really matter as long as you okay. go through the five. Right. Before yeah. the thumb and like that, just a nice, but it's like a nice crescendo of pressure if you like, but it's got to be, yeah. you've got to be able to feel it. Yeah. And there'll be one, maybe two that feel a bit nicer to be squeezed than others. Yeah. And sometimes if you're trying to calm yourself down, that will, the actual feeling there, because you're giving yourself a little bit of pain, but it's also relieving at the same time. Yeah. And it will make you feel a lot more relaxed. Yeah. It's trying to take your mind off the, the worry, the anxiety of everything. Yeah. And just coming to the practical aspects of what you were talking about, um, you know, things like um, sometimes we have an unexpected bill, which is to do with the repair that we weren't expecting. But yeah. sometimes the bills we could predict, but we just don't think that about it until it lands on the on the uh, doormat. Yeah. Uh, so things like. Uh, having a schedule of, of the year and what bill comes in when and just making sure that you're you're aware of it in advance. Uh, but the unexpected ones is making sure that you're putting a little money away each month to make sure that you've got a, a, a reservoir of funds available to deal with unexpected things like, you know, your car broke down or for me recently, my tyre I seem to go through tires like nobody's business. You think I was uh, Lewis Hamilton or something? <laughs> so little things like that can really, really help. Yeah, you're you can't. Away a bit there, no. Sorry, <laughs> your driving skills away. Yeah, yeah, I, I think not because I think he's known as a good driver, and I don't think that could be yeah. said of me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you, you kind of did a segue already into acupuncture because I suspect these are acupressure points. Well, acupuncture and pressure. 
point. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so let's talk about what is acupuncture. Well, acupuncture is a form of medicine, obviously holistic. Uh, in Chinese medicine, uh, which I studied many, many years ago, um, we've got acupuncture, herbal medicine, and shiatsu or anma, as you say in China, which is acupressure. So they, those three make up Chinese medicine. Acupuncture is an integral part of that, the most integral part, I should imagine. Um, and so what it is, it's, it's, it's an energetic form of medicine. So within the body, you've got 12 lines of energy, each one pertaining to a specific organ or function. So you've got the large intestine coming from the index finger up onto the face. <clears throat> you've got small intestine, pericardium, heart, etc. And it's like one of those old fashioned um, pipes in the house, you know, central heating pipes where it's coming up water's coming up and down and whatever. So a, a nice even flow of this in this circuit of energy is good health, basically. A blockage will then manifest into many, many different things, depending where the blockage is. And acupuncture, the needles, are the tools by which we unblock these blockages or redirect the energy from where it's blocked etc. It gets got very complex from there, but in That's a nutshell, okay. that is that, it. That's really good. So the energy lines are the meridians? Meridians, yeah. yeah. And and so how does somebody get blocked? <laughs> blocked. Well, you could from an acupuncture it. perspective. <laughs> no, it's, it's quite easy. You can block your energies by uh, falling down, banging your head against a wall or whatever, you know, say an injury. Uh, that's easy. But also we can get blocked by our thoughts, by our um, tensions, by um, stress. Um, and you can get blocked anyway. So that's why in, in Oriental medicine, we, we actually say, okay, so what have you come for? I've got migraine. Okay, uh, how long have you had it? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, five years and it comes regularly every two weeks or before my period or whatever. And um, so then we go from there. So we're working out what type of a migraine it is. Okay, there's different causes. It could be food induced. It could be gynecologically induced. It could be uh, stress induced, um, many different things. So there's different ways of treating each one. So we've got to um, you know, fine tune what the actual diagnosis is and go from there. Is that okay? Yeah, so, so um so a problem how can i word it so what, what i love about what you said or what is really intriguing about what you said is what type of migraine so from from the man on the street a migraine is a migraine is a migraine but what you're saying is actually no that's not true and you exactly. have to really understand the type of migraine to yeah. to then come up with the correct is it pro do you call it a protocol well, yeah, a, a treatment plan, yeah. Treatment and, plan. Protocol, yeah. And so, I mean, you can have three people all suffering from migraines, and each migraine will be different from the next. So why give them the same medicine, yeah? yeah. So we have to treat each one differently. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be migraine. It can be anything. Um, you know, recurring back pain or um, headache. Well, headaches is a migraine. Uh, skin conditions. All those kind of things that are treatable with acupuncture, but we have to understand. And also 
in acupuncture, looking at the body is very differently, very different from a Western point of view. Sometimes, Absolutely. Western. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I mean, I can just go off at different tangents, so you have to stop me. So I'm stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Sorry, sometimes my sense of humour needs a bit of a warning. <laughs> I need don't worry. Um, so, but, so some of those things that you talked about there, I know to be related to stress or can be related, like migraine is often related to stress. But how does um, acupuncture help directly with stress? With stress? Well, first of all, I don't... I don't actually like the word stress because uh, that ruined your interview. <laughs> no, because, you know, you think, well, one person's stress is very different from another person's cause of stress. Yeah. So I, I prefer to talk about how it physically affects that person. Yeah. So if we just go back to um, skin conditions or whatever, uh, eczema, uh, psoriasis, those kind of things. And a lot of those are stress-induced, but it affects the skin. How does it do this? Bear with me. So you, the, the skin, for example, um, what, what occurs on, on the skin in oriental medicine comes from the lungs. So whatever's going on in the lungs affects the skin. And the lungs and the large intestine are uh, very closely associated. So if somebody has, so if someone comes with eczema, for example, how long have you had it? Where was it? Blah, blah, blah. And do you also, because we know that it's related to the lungs and, this, uh, you know, so we say, have you ever had asthma? Oh, well, I used to have asthma, but that's, that's okay now. But when I'm under stress, when something affects me, you know, it, my asthma flares up and so does my skin. So it's something that's affecting the lungs, which in turn affect the skin. Um, and then, I mean, we could go on about bowel movements, but maybe now is not the time. But it, <laughs> it does affect IBS. Yeah. IBS is a, a big, yeah. you know, so all these things are stress induced, but people can't see it. Right. They just think it's something they've got. Yeah. And they, they might be, with IBS, they might be under medication for years and years, but all it's doing is dulling it down, yeah. curing. Suppressing the symptoms. Suppressing. I treat a lot of IBS as well. And uh, I do things like uh, look at food intolerances and people always want the magic food that will cure their IBS. Yeah. But nine times out of 10, it's nothing to do with the foods, but everything to do with other stuff. Yeah, so I have, I've looked at Chinese medicine as well, not as in depth as you, but it was part of my course. And and all of the body systems are linked, aren't they? Oh, yeah, um, very much so. Yeah. So much. even lungs is about grief. Yeah, isn't it? So sometimes you can Lung, large intestine about grief. Yeah. Yeah. So, OK, so. Um, so you would be looking at the manifest, the physical manifestation of the stressor rather yeah. than the emotional manifestation. Yeah, but we'll we start with the physical, that's yeah. how it is, yeah. and we're thinking grief, uh, but it's also, um, it's a, the lungs and large intestine is all about, the emotion is all about the ability or inability to let go of emotion, so yeah. how do you grieve? So, um, 
So sometimes you'll say, well, how long have you, have you had this, this skin lung problem? And they'll say, oh, it, it began just after my mum died or whatever, so many years ago. So you think, right, okay, so that's, that's the link, you know? So it began then, and it's affected the lung, blood, intestine system, but now it's onto the skin. So we start working on the lungs and large intestine, which will in turn affect the skin. And that's basically, in a nutshell, how we work with acupuncture. Yeah. Um, if I can just give you another example, is that okay? Sure, yeah. Um, I, I work a lot on uh, acupuncture for infertility. Uh, and I treat, I always treat the couple, have really good success with it. But what amazes me is that people don't realize, a lot of people don't realize that they're not infertile until they've been trying for at least 18 months. People say, well, we've been trying for six months. I said, well, yeah, no problem, carry on. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's amazing. And also, from a female point of view and pregnancy, stress plays a massive part. Yeah. And it's like, I should be pregnant by now. No, you shouldn't. It's just yeah. your body. Yeah. Now, you know, and we go through lots of different procedures. Well, um, you know, we go through different um, diagnostic techniques and work out why. And um, I mean, this is one of my favorite subjects, but we, I've helped loads of people, but a lot of the time it's stress because my, I treat people for three months and I say, this is for infertility. During this time, don't even think about getting pregnant. Yes, you can have sex. Are we talking, are we okay with this? And it, Going out after nine o'clock, we're fine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> On another one of those jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can still do it, but you know, yeah. don't, uh, don't think about getting pregnant. Um, and so immediately that turns their mind off thinking, oh, right, you know, Takes not, the pressure off. not calling the husband back from work. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because people get very, very angsty about it. It becomes a performance pressure. Oh, yeah. Rather than, yeah. Okay. OK. And um, so this thing is, the, is just the acupressure points. That's, That's a good tip for, for people but who are very, very slowly, not that quickly, very yeah. slowly lots of pressure that yeah. will help calm you down great and, and also i use it with the you know belly breathing that you will know all about you know, the yeah breathing techniques yeah and it does work and it works quite quickly yeah. i do that sometimes if i go to bed with a headache and sometimes if you get dehydrated yeah which i am still yeah yeah carry on with the water mm -hmm. um you know that can give you a headache so i do this and i do the breathing into your belly and then release, releasing slowly etc so that that yeah. works a treat there's lots of like pressing the top of your head is a great one as well right it's very so all the meridian points end isn't it yeah but right on the top yeah you, yeah and it, it's quite sore but that is a great great for certain types of headaches people with high blood pressure things like that oh, right. yeah. it's just massaging it away just knead it away and it, it yeah. feels sore, but it feels nice at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good tip. Thank you. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are very nervous about needles. I don't know if anybody isn't, actually. Um, does it hurt? No, it doesn't. I mean, there's different ways. It's like if you go and have an injection from 
two nurses. One might be a bit nervous and it will hurt. And the other isn't, and it's, you, you hardly feel the thing. With acupuncture, we use this as a tube. I've actually not got a needle with me. <laughs> um, and so you just flick it through and just, the, if it's gonna hurt, it's when it breaks the skin. So if you make that very fast, get it over quickly, it will go in much easier. Obviously the more fleshier parts of the body, the glutes, the, the hamstrings and all that area, it's very easy and meteor arms and I've got. But then around the wrist that you can feel it a little bit more because there's not enough flesh. But yes, it, no, should I say, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> have, I have actually had acupuncture. I can't remember what it was for, um, to be honest with you, uh, but I have had it and it, it doesn't, I don't like needles, who does? Um, and it didn't hurt. And you've yeah. got them all over the place, haven't you? And you're just sit, sitting there with needles in you and it just seems is, so odd. <laughs> half of it is you looking at that needle going in. So if Absolutely. you don't look, you've got rid of half of it, you know. <laughs> Okay, that's really, really helpful. Thank you so much. Now, I always ask my guests um, if there is a book that they re have read that has been inspiring or useful that might be useful to someone else. And I think you've got one in mind, haven't you? Yes, I have. It's a, it's a book called If You Fall by Karen Dark. She was on your program a few weeks she ago. She was, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's a great inspiration to me. And her book is very inspiring about how she had an accident. She's now paraplegic, paraplegic, but she's gone on to do many, many other things in life. So it's If You Fall by Karen Dark, and I think you can get it from Amazon. And that uh, is one book that inspires you, but many other books as well that I can't even remember the name. So of. many, yeah, millions and millions. Uh, so that's about, uh, is that about kind of overcoming adversity it or mindset? It's like, you can imagine she was 21. She had this climbing accident, um, broke, a, I forget which vertebra, but basically she can only now use her arms, head and neck. But since then, I mean, she, the first thing is like, what am I going to do? And there's two ways you can go, up or down. Yeah. i with that. And she obviously went up very gradually over the years. Yeah, and then you know, within a um, you know, she got a silver in the paraplegic games in um, Olympics in London, gold in uh, Brazil, and but that's not a, she doesn't think they're the best things she's done. She's climbed um, what's the mountain um, El Capitan in California, which is like a two-mile rock, and in a wheelchair, somebody hoisting her up. Crikey. Yeah, that's what I thought. And <laughs> other things, she's, she's cycled in her, in her recumbent bike, the length and breadth of Japan. She's canoed across the, I forget the name of the straits from Canada to Alaska. And oh, loads and loads of things. Makes me so, feel a little bit lazy. It makes me feel lazy. <laughs> oh, Hopeless. But anyway, inspiring inspiring oh, it sounds like a really good read thank you so much bernie um i do hope that everybody has enjoyed this talk as much as i have uh if you have do please like maybe put a comment below it'd be nice to know what you think and if you've got any tips to share as well and also if you could share it you never know who might benefit from this thank you so much